What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Proving Grounds pod, your one-stop shop for all things Proving Grounds. My name is Max. I'm joined by my constant co-host, Cubby. And today, we are on a Wednesday talking with Academy Jungler, XU for Dignitas Academy. Uh, welcome, XU. We're super excited to be talking with you today. Your team has been doing really well. I guess I should say your teams, because you also got to play in Lock-In. Um, Top four. Yeah, just... All, all around NA superstar here. Uh, welcome. Thanks for having me. No, it, it's yeah, it's great to have you. I know that I, I think that where we're kind of going to start is where our paths might have crossed for the first time with you being a part of C9 Amateur. Uh, so uh, before we get to some of the stuff that's going on this year, um, I know that you went in the C9 AM coming out of collegiate. That was like what went into the process of you kind of landing that opportunity and like what was that experience for you like this past year so the whole c9 amateur thing was like absolutely crazy i basically was like a collegiate player i yeah. was new to challenger and like starting to develop and i started playing like amateur a little bit in the summer of 2019 mm -hmm. and then covid hit and it was like oh you know like now school is like online and everything is kind of weird so I actually tried like balancing school and league, but it was really, really hard. So yeah. I dropped out of school to like pursue league. I was literally at like low GM. I was like at a, in a slump and I was really, really tilted. And I was talking to my brother late at night and he was just like, you know, you have to choose one of these. You can't do like both. And so like 8 a.m. that next morning, I just dropped out. Wow. And then I left the house. I was like, I'm going to come back at night and see how it is, you know? Wow. That, <laughs> all right. That's, that's pretty wild. I, Wow. So you dropped out, took some time and pretty much said, like, this is it. Like, I'm going for it. Yeah, I I dropped out. I wow. told myself I have three weeks to, like, hit, like, top 25 was my goal at the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, if I don't do it, then I'm just going to independent study and go back to school mm -hmm. in, uh, in the spring. But I hit top 25. I started, like, networking a little bit with some pros. I, like, would add i would add pros after every game that i did well in yeah if they were in my game to try to like build good relations and then i ended up duoing with uh revenge and diamond back then mm -hmm. and they were really supportive i was kind of like asking them for advice i was a little bit shy um, but they were all really friendly and then i made that twitter post that was like i'm looking for a team i dropped out this is my story and then hmm. it it was so insane that day like i tweeted it i was so nervous that i wouldn't get any like uh visibility since it was like a brand new twitter account basically but then like yeah. sick retweeted it diamond retweeted it all these big names and like it gained so much traction in one day that like i literally had offers for a team by the end of the day and i was like wow what, what <laughs> that that's wild i i think the whole like going that i mean that's a big decision right because i i was never as good of a league player as you were but there were times where i you know thought this might be something that i wanted to pursue but dropping out of school was never an option for me. And so, like, the fact that you were just like, this is it. Like, what what was your major beforehand? Were you uh, declared? So I, was computer, I was a computer science major at okay. Berkeley. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But uh, I kind of gave myself, like, so basically when I was young, I skipped two grades. So yep. I actually went to college at 16. And I was always, like, a little bit resentful about it because, like, it's cool. But also... You miss out on you know, high school just, friends. You're just kind of different. Yeah. yeah, social. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was kind of lucky it wasn't too bad, but it's also just like when you get to college, you can't drink or do any of that stuff because you're you're a kid. And then 
my brother was just telling me like you know your advantage of skipping grades is like you have time right so you can drop out mess around even worst case scenario this doesn't go out like go well then you just go back and be normal and it's fine it's a smart brother yeah. <laughs> in a way yeah wow that's wild yeah this is this is like the most wholesome college dropout story i've ever heard <laughs> this is this is pretty incredible maybe uh, maybe to you but my parents were <laughs> yeah. well, they were not very happy about it it's funny because this is actually pretty similar to what I did. Uh, I, I also dropped out of college to try to do league. And similar to Cubby, I also was not nearly as good as you. And my goal was just simply to like hit Challenger in general. Uh, wow. Not top 25. <laughs> um, and I did not do that. Uh, I, I peaked Master. No, nowhere even close to Challenger. Um, but yeah, I I did a very similar thing. Uh, and then when that didn't really work for me, I just went into like the workforce. Uh, I, I was just doing like food service stuff. So, so, um, but I, I basically, um, <laughs> we, we've got two, two college dropouts in this call right now that are doing <laughs> esports. Um, I don't know what kind of message we're, message we're setting for uh, for children watching right now, but uh... <laughs> I I mean, if you watch XU's gameplay, the the clear answer is just fucking send it. That that that's where we're at, I guess right? So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you drop out, you hit Chally, you make the post, it it gets some traction. This is going into twenty twenty one. Um, you said you had team offers. How long did it take for C nine to kind of pan out? So C9 actually reached out the day of, I think it was like absolutely insane, but wow. obviously like it wasn't off season yet. So they couldn't like flush out the details, but it was like, Hey, we're interested in you. So you knew that early. Yeah. So I knew, wow, I knew really okay. early on that they were interested. And then, uh, come off season, like I actually just got a contract like the day of, and I was like, okay, like, this is awesome. Now we, we go from here. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm on a tier three like team. Like this is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like it was really crazy to me because it was like Cloud Nine is an org that like, you know, growing up I really looked up to because I was like, this is like the top NA brand. Like, yeah. You know, it's you hear stories about how they develop players, and you're like really, really excited to be a new player and like all that org. So it's pretty crazy. So were you like the first person on the Cloud Nine amateur team then? I think so. Yeah. Did you help build the team at all from there? No, I didn't really have okay. any say. <laughs> yeah. Eh, it's good to get your foot in the door. And hey, last year went pretty well for you guys. I know that spring was a bit of a struggle, but <laughs> come summer, you guys were the second strongest team that we had in amateur uh, going into Proving Grounds. Uh, and I know that you got team killed, which kind of sucks. But yeah. uh, I like throughout that kind of year-long process, like, I, I know the... I mean, a lot of work goes into that, like, but what were some of the major takeaways that you figured out last year, whether that's like in the game or out of the game when it came to like really committing to this full time? Mm, definitely like recognizing how, how real burnout is for a whole year of like playing League of Legends, like 12 hours a day. It's, it's actually really, really easy to burn yourself out. So this year I've been trying to take it a little bit slower, um, but being in LA, it's a little bit hard because like, this is the first time where I'm like constantly surrounded by league because back at home with the amateur, it's like you finish your scrims and you eat dinner with your family yep. and no one knows about league. So you talk about normal people stuff and like <laughs> play a bit of solo queue and then you talk to your friends and they don't really care about league. So it's cool. Yep. Like, 
but here it's it's like breakfast talk about league scrims we talk about league dinner we talk about league we get boba we're still talking about league like there's just no breaks so uh i definitely have been using my off days like to just completely avoid league because i don't want to be burnt out by like proving grounds and like the second split yeah yeah what uh what do you do on those off days would you have like a, a cool off game or something that you play uh, so I've only had two off days so far. The first one, we were having moving problems still, so it wasn't really an off day. And the second <laughs> one, my girlfriend came to visit, so that was really nice. Like, we okay. went out, got some food, and, like, spent the day together. That was really nice. Nice. Play some Stardew Valley or something? Yeah, we actually, that was our quarantine game. Like, when quarantine <laughs> first started, we got Stardew, and we'd play, like, three hours a night, every single night. I thought Sam was just yeah. throwing, like, blind darts here. <laughs> yeah. He hit, man. <laughs> We're we're kindred spirits. Uh, my my spouse and I play the play Animal Crossing, although they're much more advanced in it than I am. So I will just get like uh, packages in like the Animal Crossing mail that just have like a million dollars in them or something. So mm-hmm. I just bad. have a a benefactor in that game paying for all my stuff. That's not. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it, it's that, that's really good though. To I think I think acknowledging that burnout is is real very early into the split is a really good thing, um, especially considering like you you did play in both of those tournaments like right off the bat, jumping into the the lock in environment and everything. Uh, what what was that sort of like for you when you got the call that you were going to be uh, moving up and stepping in? I mean that that one was crazy. Basically, I I just landed. I was waiting at the airport for like Toby to come pick us up and I finally meet Toby for the first time, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. And we're in the car, we're driving back and he's just like, you know, like, oh, are you excited to play in LCS? And I was like, oh, you mean like, you mean <laughs> Academy, right? I was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm excited for Academy. He's like, no, LCS. And I thought he was like joking the whole time. So I was like, he just yeah, cracks it like, in the car. Yeah. I was like, oh, that'd be, that'd be fun, you know? And then he's like, no, I'm serious. Like the coaches will message you tomorrow morning. I was like, he just starts telling me everything. He's like, oh, you have to go to this house because you have to go be with, like, the LCS people and, like, get ready and everything. I was, it was so crazy. Like, as soon as I landed in L.A., everything just blew up and started. Wow. Okay. That literally, like, as soon as you landed, like, you were yeah, in the car. Yeah, as soon as I landed. Holy yeah. cow. It's like 9 a.m. and I find out it was it was crazy. That Yeah, that is pretty wild. Uh, Now, I, I am proud because when you did end up hopping into LCS, I was like, all right. Uh, this guy's good, but he's especially good when he hops on Lee Sin or Graves. And you picked up a Lee Sin win, which is pretty, pretty cool. Uh, and I know that that was like your first games in this, like you know, the top two system, like being a part of like one of those two uh, teams. You mm-hmm. won an LCS game. Uh, now I, I know that like that's, I mean, kind of t- like expanding on that feeling, but also like the process that went into that. What was it like kind of literally being thrown into the fire right off the bat? It's like, all right, you are scrimming with Blue, Neo, like, you know, this is the squad. Like, uh, how much, like, were you, like, what was that like for you, like, when it came to, like, what did you pick up? Like, how'd that feel? Like, all that stuff. So, when we first started scrimming, the first day I was definitely, I was definitely nervous because everyone is, like, so experienced. Yeah. So, everyone else comes into this, like, a veteran, you know, like, oh, it's another day at the office and it's my first day at the office. So, I'm like, holy shit, this is so cool. <laughs> but everyone else is just like, oh, yeah, we got scrims or whatever. I'm, like, freaking out. But um, we get into game. Obviously, like, it's completely different. Like, the game is, the way they think is, like, a lot more clear, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I was just, like... 
a little all over the place, especially since it's been a while since I played my last competitive game with like the off season being so long. Yeah. Um, but they were all super friendly and like really understanding. I think the first few games I was definitely running it a little bit in scrims and like they were still just trying to find like the positives and like definitely just like helping me work through it. And then like the few days before the match, we were scrimming and I felt like really comfortable and I was really excited to play. Uh, I honestly wasn't even nervous at that point because there was just too much going on to be nervous. Yeah. But, but then like the stage, the stage day came and it was like really, really nerve wracking. Like before the game started, I was like, holy shit, that's Santorin. And then I killed him and my hands were shaking when I was basing. I was like, nah, like how do I stop my hands from shaking? Yeah. So you gotta was... sit on him for a second. Yeah. It was... B, you get you get seven <laughs> seconds of just, all right. <laughs> we have like these player cams. Um, but I don't think they like streamed the footage, but I went back and saw a little bit of it and like you could see after I kill it, I'm like wiping my hands I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What can I do? Yeah, that's pretty cool Yeah, oh man, that's that's the sort of rush that I remember like I, I used to play in like esports uh, Smash Bros events like we had we had a ton of those in Michigan <laughs> and <laughs> there, were, there were definitely moments where you got the controller and you get the kill and you're just like oh, drop this for a second <laughs> get right back into it like can we pause or something like oh my god that that rush is so crazy yeah i i was I, I was really it was really happy uh, and just like proud watching you do that and like make that jump because i mean this is this is our first time talking but um you know, we we're good friends with Rafa, and he he he's known you for a while, and he'll he'll always just like hype up you and uh, some of his other friends as well, like Chan. Just like, mm. yeah, let's go. <laughs> he's he gets so passionate about it, and it just like rubs off, you know. So it was a it was, it was a really cool just like watch party moment, uh, seeing you get the get the kills and the wins and everything at that stage. It was really fun. So. Diving into that office, it, this is like your first time in an esports office. I, what are like some of like the fun things that you have? Like we got your background now. I think you're like in the dig compound. Like you got like any fun water machines in there? Any any of the croy in the fridge? Like what's some of your your favorites? Yeah, some of the favorites well, you got. One of them is like we have this really creepy mannequin that just is somewhere in the compound at all times. Do you guys and hide like, him? Well, sometimes it moves, but like, I don't know. So hopefully someone's <laughs> moving it. And it, I don't okay. know, man, but like sometimes it's here and sometimes it's not there. But like the first day I came, I went to get water and it was near the water and it was like really dark and we have like motion activated lights. So I walked there and it, like the lights light up and there's just a mannequin like right in front of me. I was like, what the hell? Day one? <laughs> yeah. They're trying to like make you shit your pants so that you don't do it on stage, right? You just <laughs> do it in the office. They're getting all the nerves out. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. So, That's so kind of is the is the office haunted or is it just like the the mannequin? Like, well, what's your what's your read on this? Well, we have we have a mannequin, and then we have a really big Sonic plushie that just is in a different position every single day. Like, you come to work, there's just like a Sonic plushie somewhere in some position, and it's just there, and it's huge. Like, it's like a person sized oh. Sonic plushie. Like, it's really really big. They went to like David Buster, spent like thousands of dollars, got like a bunch of tickets, and that's what they ended up with. So. It's just at the office now. That's awesome. I, I I'm a huge deeply haunted. Though. I'm a huge Dave and Buster's fan as a <laughs> traditional Midwestern. No, but that so was this like something that the team did in past years? They just like said, "Hey, we're just gonna go 
like play Dave and Buster's games for a shit ton of time and just get this giant like plushie or see what, like what we come home with. I'm not too sure about the history. I think they got it recently and they just had a bunch of tickets at Dave and Buster's and were like, what can we do? And the clerk, like the person at the counter was like, <laughs> you can get this really shocked that they have so many. So they're like, they took them to a back room <laughs> and they're like, oh, we have this thing, but no one ever gets this many tickets. They right? have a David Buster's like... back room. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the, the VIP room. room. There's a secret auction at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> This is yeah, this is great. Password to speakeasy like within the <laughs> the arcade. Oh my god! Come behind the Pac-Man machine. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Sonic plushes. <laughs> That's awesome. So there's just this massive life-size Sonic that just continuously moves around the office and a creepy mannequin. Yeah. yeah this sounds the like the name? ideal work environment. I I want to be in this office. <laughs> Keeps you on your toes, you know. <laughs> does Does the mannequin have a name though? Did you name it? We haven't named it. Do you want to name it? No, uh, that that, that, that that's, for you, you that's for you guys. That's for you Every guys. That's for you guys. Every time I see it, I'll think of you if you name it for me. Oh no, that's. Oh. <laughs> it won't scare uh, me as much. I'll just be like, "Oh, that's Sam." You know, it's okay. Or like whatever you choose to name it. <laughs> uh, I I think we have to name it Cubby, right? Cubby. All right, it's. I think it's, it's settled. Got to be. That's the office Cubby. <laughs> should... Do I really look that bad? I, like I said, I have not seen the mannequin, so maybe I'm That's way off. Funny. Maybe it's a really attractive man. Ooh, I just won't yeah. tell you. I'll, I'll model keep mannequin. you guessing, you know? So it's like the Dave and Buster's back room. You don't know what you're going to get. You just you got to go find out. One day when you come down here, I'll show you. And you could be either really happy or really disappointed that it's named after I, I, I'm trying to make it out to LA at least once this year. So I'll, maybe I'll have to take a stop by some of the team offices here. Yeah. And especially the dig one now that apparently I, I have a mannequin that might be referenced that for me. <laughs> We gotta we gotta run this by the the dig staff and see if they're okay with it. But it might already have a name. Honestly, I don't know. Oh yeah, see that, that, that could be true. This is where we have to bring up our earlier discussion uh, before we went live about the Dignitas logo that you have behind you. Oh, this is one. it. Yeah, is it Diggy or Digi? This is the the GIF versus GIF discussion. <laughs> yeah. For the dig logo, I, I'm I'm still curious. I I've honestly I've been thinking about it this whole time since we went live because we talked about it before, and I, I don't I don't actually know. So I'm definitely a, a Diggy fan over Digi because Digi sounds like Digimon. Digimon. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's also it's also not Dignitas, so that's true. That is true. That's yeah. But like it is it is like almost the word digit as well. So like you have that going for you. I don't know. It, there, there's some there's some linguistics going we're working on, on we need an expert yeah yeah we're working on it so in the in the spirit of this wacky interview that we have going on right now i think it's uh i think it's safe to say that we're we're trying but maybe failing to compete with your twitter videos that have been coming out recently which personally are my favorite video content that's been made of academy so far the no post game interviews i mean the post game interviews let's be real they've made our lives in terms of content creation way easier <laughs> way easier it's it's been huge so yeah they're so funny man are, are you guys gonna put somebody else in the hot seat soon or is it just gonna keep being you That's i think one. after every game we're supposed to change people i mean i've only done it once i think i think we've done one we've done or like we've done jj and we've done like dark wings so we'll oh wait see. yeah you're right yeah you're i think right. every I week is thinking... a different person you know, maybe it's just because you're the star of the show every time. No, ah, uh, wow, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, like, like part of those interviews, right? I mean, I the content were, the, the content's been really funny on Twitter, but also it's yeah. really apparent that you guys like 
have a lot of fun as a team. Like whether it is the pregame poses or like the postgame interviews, like what is the team environment like for you being a part of it? And what is like some of the values or like in the long run, some of the things that you think will help like with your team culture kind of being the way that at least it looks like on camera? Yeah, I mean, I think all of us are like pretty comfortable around each other already. Definitely like it's still early. It's only been a few weeks since we've met each other, but we're already pretty comfortable. Um, obviously we have a lot of fun together with like the content, just like messing around. I mean, looks like no spend... fun at all. <laughs> we have to spend like pretty much our whole lives this year with each other. So it's really nice that like, at least it's enjoyable. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but definitely like, I think it's good that everyone is comfortable because we can be like honest with each other about scrim results and like about how we feel. Mm -hmm. So I think that'll help us in the long run since if you bottle up emotions, it's like, I don't know. It's really bad for your team environment. Mm. I think it also buys into the the thing you're mentioning before about how like Dignitas is kind of an underdog right now, because you guys get the you guys get the underdog bonus and you get like the friendship is magic thing. We're just building like a full anime arc at this point, and you guys yeah. are gonna fully power up by the end. Uh, speaking of powering up, I'm actually really curious about something because. Um, as of right now, Golden Guardians is the only academy org that has made the the delve into amateur and has played in a lot of those tournaments. Um, I know that if you, if you guys were going to do this, this wouldn't be like solely your decision. So like you don't have to go fully into it. But do you do you feel like that's something that you guys might explore? Because uh, I mean, the Golden Guardians team definitely has been getting good reps out of it, and I'm curious. Yeah, we definitely, so we talked about it before we even met up in person because the first oh. one was obviously like really early uh, yeah. signups. So we talked about it and we said like for the first one, at least we want to like, we'll probably just avoid it since we want to like get in the rhythm and have everything settled down. Yeah. And still like the priority is the academy matches, right? So we want to make sure yeah. we have enough scrims beforehand. Um, but going into the next ones, I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm kind of impartial. I think the stage experience is really good, but you also end up with a really, really hectic schedule, right? Like yeah. GGS had that one week where they were doing lock-in, amateur, and academy, and it's like six matches a week, and it was, it was really insane. But if we do end up doing it, I think it'll give us more confidence on stage, but also like we'll just have less days to actually test stuff because we'll always have to be prepping for a match. So, I, I had this idea that I couldn't do because I couldn't use the music. But I was gonna put like a globe up that only had like North America on it, and just play like Daft Punk's "Around the World," like when talking about Golden Guardians. <laughs> so they're, like they were just doing the "Around the World" tour in NA, playing all three leagues at once. Um, mm -hmm. I, I know that we like we were talking about amateur earlier. Did you catch any of the amateur games or see the finals where Hunter Next three O GGA? Like, is that something that's surprising to you? I know that Hunter Next are primarily scrimming academy teams. Um, yeah. Yeah. I saw a little bit. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not that surprised. I think yeah. 100x is really, really strong as a team, yeah. especially like early on. They have these like pretty core veterans, like Fan and Insanity, who like are definitely experienced and like to them, amateur is a breeze. So I'm not too surprised that they're like killing it like this. Oh, Fnatic is also a player that you you played against a lot of the last year. Um, what? What what are what are you sort of projecting for like him as as his, as his uh, future if you if you think that far ahead for him? I mean, I think he's definitely like an academy level player for sure. It's just uh, 
whether or not they were like team openings for him or whether or not like it meshed well. But as a player individually, he's definitely ready for academy. I I, I know like we've kind of talked like in the past about jungle talent pool, like kind of hitting on that. Um, what like as a jungler, like I I have the feeling at least that like this role on the server is loaded compared to the others. Like, do you get that feeling as well? Like, I know that like. It feels like there are a lot of good junglers like, like on the server. Is that something like you kind of agree with? Is that something that like kind of adds pressure? You feel like kind of fuels you to like make sure that you're always on top of your game. Like, uh, I'm I'm kind of curious what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, I actually I've had this discussion with people before. I yeah. kind of agree with that. I think jungle is definitely loaded. Like mid and jungle are two of the most loaded roles. I think okay. for uh, NA talent, but. I can't tell if it's like NA junglers are really good or if like NA laners are really bad at making the junglers look really good. Because like, if Keep it was true. just me, I would be like, oh, you know, I'm really good. But like, if everyone looks good, like on Tim's, like the Oracle Elixir, his like standouts, like half of them are junglers. So it's like, are we all good or is everyone else just bad at making us look really good? Like, I can't really tell. Fair question. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, it's funny you mentioned the 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 Tim's list and everything. Um, do you guys like as a team read those like often like content about yourselves? Because I, I've we've talked to players in the past who kind of like they kind of like hate read them where they're like, oh, I'm gonna get revenge on this person for <laughs> like not putting me higher. Or something. I usually advise people to like not read or listen to anything, including our own content. As if I was competing, that's definitely where I'd be at. But yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I love the hate reading. Like, if someone doesn't hype me up or if someone talks trash, like, I love that. I read it, and I'm like, next week, we'll see what happens, you know? Like, I want them to shit talk me because I just want to prove them all wrong. That, that fuels you. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Did you did you happen to read the, the, like, spreadsheet that Tim's server put together where they, like, rated all the Academy players? No, I haven't seen that yet. Okay. okay. Is it something I should look at? Maybe I'll uh, maybe yeah. I'll look at it right before our match tomorrow. It was it, it was, you know, was preseason. Hate reading. It was yeah, preseason. In the spirit of hate reading, it might benefit you. You were not ten. Mm. Yeah, I think that's true. Was I, was yeah. I nine? <laughs> you were not ten. I I I, oh, I, I remember I who was tenth, so. but yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, I, I was just curious. You, you don't have mm -hmm. to go through it. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's definitely interesting, like stuff like that, because like I said, we did make it in the preseason and we had very small contribution to it but um mm -hmm. yeah it's it's really it's really curious um because we also like didn't know a lot about how the landscape was going to look um, also it's early with, season with, like yeah. early season there there's new there's a lot of new players coming in this year um like some some from amateur of course but also like malice is coming into your role who we haven't seen play competitive in like, years um still haven't <laughs> but I, I know they're playing this week um should be yeah well i saw i saw a uh a, i don't know if you saw this cubby um but one of the c9 staff tweeted an image of the five c9 lcs players screaming against the five uh actually uh, academy players. i just got the roster lock it is confirmed it's now public okay, well, that malice yeah malice in. <laughs> Yeah, they 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 tweeted it out beforehand, so I figured yeah, that yeah. was okay to talk about. Um, yeah, How, have you have you been keeping up with Malice at all? Because like, I'll be honest, I have not. I, I he's a blank slate for me coming into this. Yeah, I I don't know too much about him. I watched him stream a little bit when he was in Korea, 
just to kind of gauge how he was as a player. And honestly, I didn't learn that much. He's like, from what I've heard, he's just like a very, he's a very standard player. Like he plays by the rules of the book. Uh, he loves power farming. He doesn't like taking like flip plays. So I think he's, he's probably a solid player, but I'm really excited to play against him since C9 thought he was better. So Ooh. I want to, I want to see if that's okay. true. Okay. I, I like that. Hey. Yeah. So I, that's really interesting. I kind of moving more now, like into the Academy league. Um, you guys have been do off to a good start this season. I I believe you guys are five and three, uh, mm. and have had a couple nice showings. I I do think that, uh, it it is early season, right? Uh, you guys are playing. To, you guys are when you guys engage, you definitely engage together in the early season, which I I'll, I'll give you guys credit for. Uh, and not every team, I, I'd say, the majority of teams cannot say that currently in academy. Um, what what's where do you feel like the team's strengths are at? Like, is it worse than like what you were playing in, like even an amateur, like this past summer with teams just like having more time with each other? Um, do, like, do you feel like teams are starting to level up, like in practice? Like, are we starting to see some better stuff on stage? Uh, yeah. Uh, I definitely think we're a strong, scrappy team. I mean, we have a lot of players who are fresh from amateur, like me, Isaac, or Darkwings and Eclipse. Yeah. Like all of us are fresh from amateur. Oh yeah. And even like our, our veterans are like not extreme veterans. Like Spawn is relatively new. It's his second, second year. year. I guess for JJ, he's like a veteran veteran, but um, we definitely like to fight. And I think it's really easy to do that in early season, but hopefully like throughout the, the whole year, we'll be able to like, clean up our our gameplay a little bit because it's still a little bit flippy right now I, I mean it's not just you like it is everyone right um mm -hmm. and and so like i am kind of curious to see like who ends up cleaning things up because i feel like the only team that's playing clean at the moment is clg uh and they're up on everyone by two games which mm -hmm. motivates a lot uh so yeah it, it's been interesting though because it feels like some teams are lost other teams like you I, like are making team plays together uh and then yeah, I like that. That has been fun to see early season because it feels like range creep is really strong right now because no one's pulling off engages together like they need to. Yeah. Yeah, I think also just like the range champions are just kind of OP right now. Corky like, busted. Just Corky, right? Yeah. Like Corky is so disgustingly broken. He's just like frustrating to play again. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think actually maybe yeah. I maybe my most hated champion right. <laughs> are you do well, you watch VODs? in a new range champion that is true oh week, god so. yeah are do you stay oh, up to date on like any other regions <laughs> xu yeah yeah we we actually one of the things we do as like a team since we all live in a house together is like we watch lpl at night together or okay LCK. did you see the game where uh Xiaohu, uh with syndra they dove corky on three and six and the corky still won the game yeah i think so wait was that also the game where he like Oh, no, no, no. He was on Syndra. Yeah. It was Syndra. Yeah. <clears throat> it was. Oh, God. I just. I wanted to just jump. I, I actually, like, just wanted to jump off of, like, a bridge after that one. It, <laughs> you could not play into Corky, like, in a better manner. Like, they dove the Corky twice, and then it's like, nope, mm -hmm. still loose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of how we felt against TL, right? It's like we stacked three dragons, and then every dragon after that is just like, oh, he got package? Oh, I guess we just. It's fine, man. It's yours. It's whatever. Yeah. That was we a gotta, that we was a good wait series. Two weeks, uh, I think of competitive, or maybe it's one week. I think I think you will be playing on nerfed Corky on, on week four, right? 
That's what I'm Did Corky get nerfed on 12.3? Yeah, yes, he's, should he's be nerfed next on live. One, yeah. his, his package spawns at 10 minutes, first mm, one, huge. and then five minutes after, which is oh, a... Huge. It's going to be down for some Drakes now, which is a very, very big deal. They didn't nerf mm -hmm. the rockets, but the, the package is definitely the most frustrating part, so... Should still yeah. make the package slow less or not be unstoppable, but, you know, <laughs> uh, that's, that, yeah. that's just me. Uh, I don't know why it gets both. Um. <laughs> the unstoppable is fun. I like I, I, as someone who's played a bit of Corky. The unstoppable is is just a nice part of it. I, I would definitely advocate for nerfing the uh, rumble is molding. That that's where that's where I'm going with this. Pretty <laughs> much, yeah, definitely. Uh, it is ranged, but that's that's not even that's not even a good excuse. Um, I mentioned very briefly uh, or alluded to Zeri. Um, is this champion good enough to play in the jungle? Oh. Tell me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not too sure. It, Honestly, I haven't played it in the jungle yet, but <laughs> I don't know if I should leak that. Maybe I should just say yeah, I have. So that's... Immortals, if Immortals is listening, you know, like <laughs> we're pulling out Zeri jungle tomorrow, first pick. So Ooh, just this so is, you guys this know. Is like, it's a quad like flex. A few layers of mind games. <laughs> yeah, you actually. know, like just you wait. If we actually pull it out, uh, I'll shout you out after. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, okay. That, that okay. means you got to win game two. Game one doesn't matter. Oh, true. You're right. So I'll pull it out <laughs> game two. Yeah. I should just... Yeah. I, I mean, the, the best, of, best of twos in Academy are actually just a metaphor for LCS. Spring split doesn't matter. All about summer. Exactly. Right? Get the interview after second game. game uh, two, <laughs> <summer split. laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I've, been, I've been seeing way too many Zeri clips. I mean, I'm sure you saw the Yawn one. Yeah, uh, that, that, that was... one was... <laughs> That one's got like a million views or something. That was the stupidest yeah. clip I think I've ever seen in this game since like <laughs> Aphelios just one shot five people with his ult. I, I think I quote retweeted yeah. it with that too. Oh my God. The, the craziest thing to me is that he lost that game somehow. I, I mean, because the champ that... does like a lot of dancing, but like even in that clip, you know, he was like doing some crazy stuff, but like he wasn't doing that much damage. He was like, yeah. his click to damage ratio was not, not very good. It's... So New patch, new patch is definitely going to be interesting to see. Uh, yeah. Also, I am curious. I have a feeling this week, actually, you do not have to comment on th the next statement. I have a feeling that we are going to see a Janna with Smite at some point uh, <laughs> in between LCS and Academy. I think that we will see that this week in play, uh, which will be... Blink twice if your top laner is dropping this, Ego. This, this will be interesting. Is it dropping <laughs> Ego or is it having Omega Ego? That <laughs> This is the mm. question. Uh, but I, I think I am, that I am so good that I can win on Janna. Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay. Yeah. Go, both ends of the spectrum. I don't though. even need hands okay. to win. That's, that's where we're going. I mean, I it's kind of like saying the enemy top isn't good enough to carry with infinite yeah. resources, right? Like you're giving him everything he wants and he still can't carry. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is, this is the good spin to get top laners to play this. I wonder if it'll <laughs> work on sniper. Uh, maybe, uh. <laughs> I mean, his, his ribbon didn't work out, you know? He, he only got to play the game for, like, two minutes, so maybe it's time for Janna for him. <laughs> Will be interesting. Uh, Actually, I know that, like, you haven't had a ton of time yet in Academy, but is there any, like, team or player that you've come across that you feel like is, like, really like really underrated right now, like, by the community? Like, someone's, like, really... Someone or a team is, like, going to really start stepping it up and scaling as we get, get deeper into this season? I think I don't know too much about other teams to be honest. I don't like worry too yep. much about that, but I definitely think our bot lane is underrated. 
okay. they don't get oh. enough like attention. I like I hearing they're, that. They're one of the best bot lanes in Academy, if not the best. So Spawn's been playing really well this early season. Mm -hmm. uh, what was it? The game? You guys were, I think, red side, and Spawn had Jinx, and Eclipse was Gragas, and the three of them, someone else is in that, like, cleaned up a dragon fight. And, like, you guys came, like, won the game after that. I think it was might have been against TSM. Uh we haven't played TSM yet. Or, no, we played TSM, TSM this week. So. Yep, you guys played TSM oh. this week. <laughs> but maybe that's a foreshadowing, you know? We kill Ooh. TSM at Dragon and we win the game. I, I will I will league P this game. But uh, Spawn, Spawn's had some nice <laughs> moments. Uh, week one, Asriel as well. Was, I think he was a little bit ahead of the curve on that pick uh, compared to everyone yeah. else. He, he would have got a Penta, but our top laner decided to take it for fun. I mean, <laughs> Bor Boris has to assert dominance somewhat, you know? True. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god, yeah, I I fully agree though. I I well, okay, I I definitely agree that Spawn's been looking really really good, and I think I think JJ has really stepped in as well. I um I fully acknowledge that like since he he took ah. like a different role um when when the team was playing with Will last split as well, like that really to me looked like it turned him into a more confident uh and and a bigger presence player um. Do you do you feel like he is like the biggest presence for you guys on the rift uh, in terms of like communication and that sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, most teams usually it's like the jungle and support who talk the most, and I think our team is no different. Uh, it's mostly me and Wob talking, but yeah, he's definitely a really good leader in game and out of game. That's why we call him Mama Juan. <laughs> nice, I like <laughs> That's that. Pretty good. Yeah, you're gonna have to pick pick that one up on the broadcast cover. You're gonna have to take that there. I uh, no, I I I'll, I'll I'll leave that for the squad. You know, I'm feel like Rafa will do it. I'll I'll get him on this. Yeah, Mar. Yeah, uh, Mark Mark will do that. Uh, game game <laughs> I was thinking about uh XU was your first game against C9. You guys were blue. That's where I messed up. You were oh, on, you were yeah, on the poppy. Yeah. It was the gra yeah, it was the poppy Gragas with Jinx. That poppy I game was uh very interesting yeah <laughs> Co copy did some damage in the early game but you know you guys brought it back yeah it's uh i like this team a lot because they have like they really respect if a player is confident so mm -hmm. on like when we were in draft i was like poppy is good here we didn't play any poppy at all it's like <laughs> i think i think poppy's good here i hadn't touched poppy in solo queue but i thought it was good here so i played it and like definitely the pick was scaling like the first gank I remember I eat him out of like a hook and then I eat him out of yeah. the Jinx W and it was just like, yep. it was constantly like, oh shit, I'm like eating him out of kills, you know? But yeah, it's definitely a scaling pick. <laughs> it was good. I mean, I mean, they were showing Akali at the point and Zinn mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. like you had a Kragas Poppy plus Jinx is, that uh, that has been what pretty much Gen G has been exclusively running for Ruler. So yeah. I guess you guys just have Ruler. Uh, this, this is sick. Mm. NA ruler. Yeah, his spawn is NA ruler. Uh, hey, he carried that game. Uh, you guys brought it back really well. The only difference is uh, we have inches instead of centimeters. But um, I thought it was good. You know what, Sam? Okay, I'll get, that was that was a good you. one. I'll, that, <laughs> uh, well played. Uh, well played. I I think he probably means like royalty. I think that's probably what his name is is more implying than the <laughs> unit of measurement. But you know, we'll, we'll take. When it. you ex when you have to explain the joke, usually gets worse. I, okay, that that wasn't me explain. <laughs> it's okay. You know, I, I'll, I'll just stop talking. I I I, I, I liked it. You know what? I, keep it up. I, I like that one, Sam. 
Oh, good, good. I'll, I'll throw in another joke later uh, in the show as well. <laughs> oh, man. So we, like how we said, we've been watching you uh, since fr from C9 Amateur. You're on the LCS third team org. Um, we've got a, a new one in as well. Uh, Immortals just partnered with AoE. Um, we we still have uh, Evil Geniuses Prodigies and Hunter Thieves Next we already talked about. Um and we actually, I almost forgot, um, Dignitas, because they announced it a little bit later. Uh, you guys have a third team with um, yeah. mm -hmm. with Radiance. Um, have you interacted with uh, with that team at all? <laughs> so it's actually a funny story. Um, <laughs> so they like got invited to like our, our main server and everything, and mm -hmm. we did like our introductions or whatever. And I think two days ago. I got a message from Bluster. I'm just going to expose him because whatever. But like, <laughs> he sent me this message, right? It's really wholesome. It's just like, hey, like, you know, you might know me from Solo Cube, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I like, am new to the scene. I want to like talk to you more and like learn from you or like work together, whatever, right? It was really, really wholesome. And I, I responded, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Let's do it. Like, we can work together. Um, but it was really funny because Isaac, like, Darkwings is sitting next to me. And Crimson literally took his message and copy and pasted it and sent it to Darkwings. <laughs> we're like sitting right next to each other. And like the first line of the message is exactly the same. And then later on that day, we found out like our, so Deus is in their, like the amateur group chat also. Yeah. And they sent a screenshot and it's just like, it's Bluster. <laughs> or it's Crimson asking like, what do I say? And Bluster sends what he sent. And then Crimson just says, okay. And then copies it and sends it to Dark Darkwings. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. That's good. You know what? There, there's some young Zoomers. They're they're figuring things out. I, I think yeah. that the two of those players combined are the age of 31, which really freaks me out because they're yeah. too good at this game to be yeah. that young. So it, what I'm hearing is that if XU picks any kindred, we, we know where the inspiration was from. Ooh, or Rek'Sai. It will not be in this meta, probably. I, I actually don't know too much about his champ pool. I, I think... He was like a really good cane player, right? In solo queue. Yeah, so, it's a cane kindred. Maybe if I pull out the cane, he'll know where it comes from. Okay, yeah. We do have some good canes in amateur. I know Perry like had a stupid game mm. on blue cane. Uh, oh, I think I saw that. He it, had, like, did you see the in. clip? Yep. Yeah, yeah. On Raptor's wall. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was Holy a game where he shit. transformed after 20 minutes. By the way, he just sure. didn't need to. He was just uh <laughs> he was just perma clearing and taking all the enemy camps. He just didn't fight. Until he needed to, it was pretty amazing. I mean, I don't know uh, if transforming at twenty minutes is pretty amazing, but that clip was like he just one shot three people on the team. It was filthy. Yeah, yeah. that was a fun game. <laughs> I was really concerned because he was he was farming a while, and I was like, no, no, he's got this. He's up like he was up like three levels or something as base cane. Just like, how did he even do this? Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of good cane players. I really liked Bluster's Rexi last year too. Um, because honestly, like a lot of people weren't really playing Rexi very well because she wasn't really in the meta. But um, the people who were were building her like to survive early. So you see like the Gore Drinker Sterics, mm -hmm. and then he comes in, he, he goes for the full lethality like Prowler's Claw, and I was like, yeah, this is what this champion needs because he's he still fell behind a little bit early game, but he just one shot people later, and it was awesome. So because mm -hmm. he he was on the Evil Genius's Prodigies roster, uh last split subbing in for Tomia after he, he got subbed. Moved up, so. yeah 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 that that roster has been really cool uh I'm, I'm glad to 
<laughs> Glad to hear you guys are interacting as well. Um, what I was going to bring up is uh, with all of these these players like getting uh, positions on these LCS affiliated rosters. As someone who was on um, last year for that sort of thing, um, what what was that experience like for you? And do you have like any advice for these guys that are coming into this? Mm -hmm. So my experience was like not really what I thought it'd be. Honestly, I think I really thought it was like, oh, you're on the third team, like you're still like involved in the org as a whole. But on C9, it wasn't really like that, to be honest. It was just like, <clears throat> you guys are on your own, but you're under our brand and you have access to our scrims. Like we could watch their scrims, but that was about all the interaction we got with anything above like our own team. I think uh, on my time on C9, I had like, one one conversation with Vagar and that was about it. So yeah. I think with the Dignitas team, that's why like I was really happy to see Bluster reach out because I definitely want it to be more like I want them to be, feel more involved in like everything that's going on. Cause I feel like that's where they can learn the most. So yeah. I guess my advice would just be like reach out with whatever questions you have. Like whatever you want to talk about, like we're we're here for you. That's so wholesome. No, I I know that like a lot of third teams just function differently. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's a good opportunity for you to kind of, if you felt like you didn't have the experience that you wanted or the exposure that you needed to have, then it's a good opportunity for you to share that now kind of being on the other side. That's always good to, to hear slash see. Um, actually, are, are you originally like from the LA area? Like, is this your first time like kind of being out? No. So I'm from like Northern California, like the yeah. Bay Area. Okay. Uh, I grew up in a small town near Oakland. Oh yeah. So I've I've been to LA like multiple times in my life, but I've never like stayed here for an extended period. Okay. What What are some of the favorite things you've like been able to get out and do so far while you've been there? Well, honestly, we haven't really gone out that much. Like I, I, I know you like only have like two free like, days. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of the best things. There's this one handroll place that me and my girlfriend went to when we first visited LA mm -hmm. called Kazanori that we got to come back to the other day and it was just as good as it was the first time so good sign that's definitely one of the highlights of being here um we haven't been to like yeah honestly besides food we haven't really been anywhere in LA to like visit or explore but the food here is really good so that's a plus I, I, I mean, I'm surprised like coming I spent my last semester of school out in San Fran uh, so I'm surprised coming from that area. I thought they had really good food there. Uh, you know, you like the LA food. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the Bay area food a lot too, but I think, I guess the LA food is like a little bit fancier, which is like cool to have, yeah. um, on occasion, but maybe in the long term, it's not as like great, I guess. Yeah. The one time that I went to LA, we were on flipped schedule. So the only thing that was open was uh, umami burger. So I had... <laughs> A lot of umami burger. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> we, I gotta we check that place to, It's it's good, yeah. I I I think it's like a chain. Um, I believe, but it, it was it's pretty close to the the like riot studio. I don't know how far away mm. you guys are with the dignitas uh spot, but there there is one pretty close there. So we we went there a lot. We 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 got so much food that I put it into like the I I had some leftover so I put it in the fridge and then my fridge was hooked up wrong is actually a freezer unintentionally oh. so all of my cheese curds froze and I didn't have a microwave yeah, cheese curds in L A yeah you really are a midwesterner yeah yeah needed a taste of home <laughs> I did 
I, I it's true. No way they're as good um, as what you can get in Wisconsin. The uh, they they weren't as good as Culver's. Yeah, yeah I can no. tell you that much. Culver's is too. Now, good. now we're speaking a different language for Axio. He's like, yeah, what, so what is Culver's? Cheese curds are just like cheese balls, right? Yeah, well, that's like it's the like first thing. It's like mozzarella like... sticks, but just in like spheres. Mm-hmm. Spherical form. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's bite size. It's better. Is it? It's more. It's more breading too. You know. This is the Midwest shit that we put in our bodies, and you know. <laughs> Probably why I, I've got issues. We, uh, we got a bulk up for winter, Cubby. It's that's 13 true. inches outside right now. That, I, I was actually going to ask before we got uh, on the show how many inches you got in Michigan. As it's it is still a bit of a snowing. snowstorm. It, it, it oh is God. still going. The last that CJ checked, it was 13 inches. There is, yeah, it's continuing oh. tomorrow. But I know that tomorrow and over the next couple of days, uh, you've got some games this weekend uh, as you are going toe-to-toe. Uh, with TSM is one of the squads that you guys are taking on. Uh, and then the other one is IMTA tomorrow. Uh, as I know, Chad was in the chat earlier. Um, I, 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 you like, have like, I don't know, like without sharing too much, like do you guys feel all right going into this weekend and, uh, some, like as we get more Academy matches underway. Yeah. I mean, I, I think all of us are definitely confident going into our matches. Um, yeah, I think there's not too much else besides that. I think we're just, yeah. Excited to see what happens. I am too. I I think we might see some weird strats uh, with Zeri coming in, and then also, yeah. uh, I think this is going to be the first region or first competitive play that's seeing Zeri. If we see Zeri tomorrow, I, I assume we will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's probably going to be banned. <laughs> that's my. I, I have to first pick it, man. How can it be banned? I got to show them the Zeri jungle. You got a quad flex. That's it. what I'm saying. <laughs> we 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 called the shot on on this show, and then. The, the corner pocket is tomorrow. First pick it. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's probably going to be banned. The champion looks really good, but we'll have to find out. Um, yeah, I, I'm really excited to to see those matchups tomorrow. Like you said, it's um, we have you're, you're playing as Hyper and Chad, aka TSM and the Immortals, two um other pretty new junglers to the uh, the academy space as well. Um. Are, are you feeling like you guys are all like, d- does it feel like a, like an Ash and Gary situation where you guys are like friendly rivals or is it more like, is it more like you guys are like all on the same team coming up uh, at the same time? Um, if I had to choose one of those, definitely the Ash and Gary, but honestly <laughs> it's, it's kind of neither. Like I think we all kind of grew up together, which is really cool. Like we all came up, through the ranks together uh but honestly there's not at least on my end there's not that much interaction between me and them i think me and chad have had some conversations but with hyper i I don't think i've even ever talked to him but i've always seen him like on different teams in the same area as me so pretty cool because you guys were playing collegiate at the same time correct or is it did you guys pass each other with that uh i'm not sure even even if we were playing collegiate like our our collegiate team wasn't exactly like making it to nationals so I, would, I probably would have never actually seen him. I suppose. I know that yeah, we're... Actually... Oh, so go ahead, Cubby. No, I, I got you. Okay. I, I, I'm remembering now because you would have talked to Chad at Scouting Grounds, right? That's when yeah. you would have been you interacting with him. Um, I guess this is a good time to to break into that. Um, how... Whatever you would like to tell us about that, I'm actually really curious about just your experience with how Scouting Grounds 2021 went for you as 
sort of the uh, the twenty first player for it. I mean, it was just a roller coaster for sure. I remember the last day of the season, I looked and I was like, "Oh, I think I'm going to make it," because I kind of looked at this list that someone else had compiled. Yeah, Pukar's mm-hmm. spreadsheet. On, yeah, on that side, it said I had made it, so I was like, "Oh, I'm in." And then I found out that there was uh, there was Uncle Jamal or S- Silly Shots was like above me, and I found that out later. And I was like, "Okay, well, actually, no, there was someone else I think above me in LP, but then they either rejected it or got like." they weren't allowed to compete or something because right. I messaged Whoopley when they first sent out invitations and they're like, Oh, you didn't get in. You're the first on the wait list. And then he messaged me two days later and he's like, Oh, actually that person rejected it. So you're going to scouting grounds. And he set me up with everything, filled out the forms. Um, that was really cool. And then two nights before scouting grounds at like 10 o'clock, I get a message from Whoopley. It's like, Hey, can we talk tomorrow? I, I swear to God, those messages never go well. So I was like, gosh, yeah. shit. It's like, so I started messaging all my friends who were also in Scouting Grounds, like Breezy and Wixie and all of them. And I was like, hey, did you guys get this message? And they're like, nope. Never heard anything. I was like, oh my god, it's doomed. Oh, so then no. the next day, like 12 o'clock, I get this call. And he puts me in a call with like another rioter. And we just, he just like tried to be as nice as possible. But it, I mean, there's not much to say. It was just like, hey, that sucks. we messed up. This is the tweet. We're going to send it out. We're sorry. You can't like participate. Yeah. Um, it definitely sucked at first. I was I was pretty bummed out, but I think the experience ended up being really cool. I'm actually I think I'm the first player to get access to two different scouting rounds teams at once. I actually got to sit in with like Ocean and Cloud, which Huge. is really cool. Yeah, so I like got to be I got to learn a lot from like the, the C9 coaches or the the Cloud coaches, which was like Tails and Gunasso. Mm. And then for Ocean, I got to learn a lot from like uh, the other spawn like the TL spawn and then yeah <laughs> yeah so I thought honestly even though I didn't get to show off or like play it was honestly a really good experience so I was really happy that's good to hear I I remember the the tweets going live uh you took it on the chin pretty well that, that's that's really yeah. all there is to say because I'm like I mean that that's a really shitty situation but um but, I mean, fortunately, it worked out pretty well for you, and you guys are off to a hot start this season, yourself included. Um, I, I guess kind of like with that, and I know that we're starting to get to the end of the hour, uh, but what are your goals like for this year, whether that's you as a player or as a team moving forward? Um, can be spring, can be end of 2022. Um, what, what do you want to have accomplished, or like, what are you lo- setting out to do uh, this year? Um, I think a personal goal for me is just to make sure that I'm not like a one-dimensional player. I know, I mean, this kind of goes to the hate reading thing, but there was one analyst on Twitter who called me a bonehead and I won't lie. It stuck with me forever. And I swear if I make it to LCS, if I make it to Worlds, I'm going to remember this and call him out again. Cause he called me a bonehead and I was really triggered that day. I was like, this guy just called me a bonehead, man. And so. Was it uh, based on your spring play or your summer play? I actually, I don't remember. I just remember this guy called me a bonehead. And I was like, what the? Like, I I, I never even heard someone call another person a bonehead. (laughs) And I don't even know if it's, like, it's insulting, but, like, I don't even know how insulting. But I'm going to keep it as motivation. So I just want to make sure that people, like, see that I'm more than just, like, a a psychopath fight all the time player. Like, I want to do some big brain shit and, yeah, (laughs) really surprise people. We we've learned that you are you're definitely fueled by spite at least a little bit. Yeah, I think, I think hate <laughs> is the strongest emotion. So like, if you can 
channel that energy and use it positively, like, it can take you really far. Actually, watched the uh, last dance and was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love I love those types of like documentaries. I watched. They're I great. did watch the last dance. Yeah. They're great. Uh, have you been seeing like the the Tom Brady episodes? Uh, I, those no, are tougher to get access to. But uh, if you have any way to get access to those, they're the man in the building or whatever. I I, I think it's called. They're good. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of similar vibes. But yeah, nothing will beat the Last Dance, man. <laughs> I had to explain yeah. to the other Academy casters like the Dennis Rodman needing a vacation to go to Vegas for forty eight hours. <laughs> like that section that's like this is the most ridiculous shit that like can happen on a team and he's like i just need to get out <laughs> i mean honestly like sometimes if you're surrounded by their teammates like 24 7 you just need to go relax yeah. and do your own thing i like I, the funniest part about it is the fact that like he said i need a vacation and phil jackson was like yes like this guy does need a vacation <laughs> like that that was the best part about like that moment of the documentary he's like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, All right. As, as we're rounding things up, um, this is the part where I usually ask the most important question, but you already tweeted the answer to it like uh, a few weeks ago, which Ooh. is, uh, what is the meaning behind your name? Uh, oh. You can you can say it, <laughs> you can you can say it out loud if you want. I know you did already tweet it though. Yeah, I mean, I'll start with the tweet part, right? It's obviously not ex Yugoslavia. Um, yeah. It's actually <laughs> it's actually just how you say my last name, like the yeah. letters X and U. So yeah. Yeah, that was so funny, by the way. <laughs> the, who, if you don't mind me asking, made that mistake that it there was were, next to Yugoslavia? I made a Twitter post, and then there were just, like, two comments on it. Like, there were two this time. So I was like, like I have to see what this is. This is right? growing. So we person, better stop right? it now. People. And they're both like, oh, my God, like, do you really like Yugoslavia? Like, something, like, they were asking me about this. I have no idea, because, like, I'm a, I don't know. I'm, I'm, like, born and raised in America. I haven't really, like looked into that conflict but yeah that was, it's pretty incredible when, really I, when I saw that like tweet I was like what in the hell did people say <laughs> to uh, cause, like I have never ever had that thought I was like oh yeah it's just X you it's like X you go Slavia what <laughs> actually if you I've looked my name up on Twitter before and that's like the majority of the things is about that conflict I was like oh wow oh, oh interesting yeah. I did not know that <laughs> Well, I guess I'm gonna hit the history books after that. Yeah, for real. Did did you have have you had any other uh, gamer tags before XU? I've had some that were like the Mimi. Very very childish, you know. Like yeah. one of mine, like my original league name was like Bobby McPhil. Like way back when I first made an account. I like that. Nice. That's a good did one. You play Phil? <laughs> did I what? Did I play Phil? Did play Phil? I, I mean, back then there was no like role calling, so I think I was like a Phil player. You know, you just get what you get. Did you watch oh, the right. the Bobby Flay show? The cooking fan? I have fan? no idea why. I, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> this is like Bobby McPhil. <laughs> yeah. I actually, no, I, oh, God, those were the old days of the ladder, man. You just queued up and pray that you were Hope first you pick. you were first pick, yeah. 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 Jesus. <laughs> I, I was better back then because I actually was a Phil player. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think people, like, honestly, that system's not bad. I think people learned the game more if yeah. they have to play every role. I, I so. liked it. Like, I always had a couple champs I could play, and I, as much as I just despise playing some roles uh, back then when I was really bad, it was, I had some good memories playing as well. Because, like, you just, like, mm-hmm. randomly, like, run into, like, games where you're, like, 
it was a lot easier to be like, hey, my mid laner's been inting for the last eight games. I'm just going to say I'm playing mid. Like, I'm just tired of like running into this problem. Yeah. yeah. I think the only problem was that uh, that system was fine, but like the rune pages at the time were awful oh. because you you had to like build them. And if you were if you were actually a fill player, you had to have like one for every single champion that you played. That was terrible. They were so expensive back then too. Yeah, like each I of the know. runes were so expensive too. As a casual player, like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was tough. But other than that, I definitely agree with you. Like if they if they put that back um, with like the modern system, I'm sure it'd be actually like completely fine. But like I remember having like a page that was like this is like kind of good on every AD carry. If I get this role, like it'll kind of be all right. You you uh, also like had to like run specific pages like for champions. So yeah, I remember that specifically on NAR, you had to run tw like 20% attack speed to be able to weave an auto in between like uh, arming someone into a wall and then like being able to like auto Q or auto W. You had to have like 20% attack speed to be able to pull that off. It was filthy. Crazy you remember that. <laughs> it, well, that's because, like, you had to, like, actually be like, okay, if I'm going to queue up, like, I want to play NAR, I got to go change yeah. one of my pages to, like, match whatever this pro's running, right? Um. Anyway, that, that was the fun BS that we dealt with uh, way back <laughs> in the day. And the 1% crit rune. better now. Yeah. Oh, oh, true. Oh, man, the crit rune. Well, on that note, um, yeah, we're, uh, we're about wrapped here, XU. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, yeah. It's been a pleasure talking to you, meeting you for the first time, and watching you play on Dignitas this year. It's been incredible so far. I'm a big fan, uh, and I know you got a lot of them out there as well. Is there anything you'd like to say to those people right now? I mean, honestly, just I'm really grateful for everyone who's been supportive on like Twitter through all the the random stuff I've gone through with like scouting grounds. People were really supportive, and I was really grateful to see all the messages. Ex Yugoslavia, uh, yeah, of course, of course that. <laughs> <laughs> and then with Lockheed especially, I think there were a lot of like people who I've been in the scene with for a while who were just being really, really supportive. Even people I've like never been on a team with, but I've only played against, they were like really supportive of my debut. So really thankful. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's been really fun watching you play in this early season, and uh, you guys are off to a good start. Five and three. Looking forward to seeing you play the next couple of days. Uh, but we gotta let you go. Uh, any other thank yous or shout outs you'd like to give? Uh, any sponsors you have to mention on the on the dig side? <laughs> I think sponsors were good, but I mean, I, I could always shout out my girlfriend for being super supportive, and uh, she's actually on Dignitas social media now. So like, wow, it's pretty cool because like we're we're working in the same org, and like we're both pursuing a dream that's kind of like almost unbelievable. So yeah, yeah it's oh, really good, cool. awesome. Good for you too. Oh. That's that's really good to hear. No. Yeah. And on a wholesome note. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah uh, definitely uh, check out XU. He's going to be playing in Academy for the next two days on the Academy channel. You guys, this is Twitter, right? Uh, Longer than that. Here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's up? Oh, yeah. And, 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 and a few more. And a few more days. The next two days in the immediate future. Um, and yeah, you can you can check us out at Proving Grounds Pod um, on all of our audio platforms and YouTube and all of that. We got Twitter at P Grounds Pod. You can check us out on all the updates and everything. And um, hopefully we will have another Raising an A episode very soon, another mm -hmm. Proving Grounds Pod episode. Um, we are looking to do another uh, Mobilytics prospects list with Tim very soon. Yes. So hopefully that will be out and we can do a Proving Grounds Pod episode uh, shortly. 
Um, or raising an A episode with Rafa. Yeah, I got that right. But anyway, figure it out. Uh, thanks so much for watching. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see y'all next time on Proving Guns Pod. Have a good night.